Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Takes a shot, runs into the box, shot, score! It's time for Atlanta Sucker Tonight. Tune in as Jason Longshore gives you insight and analysis on the beautiful game, including headlines from around the world of soccer. Rebound! Score! This is Atlanta Soccer Tonight, brought to you by Moe's Southwest Grill. Welcome to Moe's. Atlanta Soccer Tonight is on Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Here's Jason Longshore. Let's kick it. Atlanta soccer tonight, live on 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. I'm Jason Longshore. Welcome to our weekly show. We cover soccer in Atlanta, in the state of Georgia, all over the Southeast, all over the United States, all over the hemisphere. Even we get into Europe. Even today, we're going to get into the Asian Cup and the African Cup of Nations. Those big tournaments are just around the corner. 2024 is going to be a busy busy year and to start things off first off happy new year to everybody and second thank you for checking out atlanta soccer tonight in 2023 our first full year we started with the world cup in 2022 2023 we did a weekly show one of the few soccer specific weekly shows in the country on terrestrial radio and I'll put our download numbers and our ratings up against anybody else. Uh, I'm a little competitive, so, you know. Uh, but no, the, the response has been great. More things to come in 2024. Can't give you all of that now. Of course, we've got to keep you listening and keep you hooked in. But our big kickoff event, do not forget, Thursday, January 25th, two days before Atlanta United's preseason opener, Top Golf Midtown. It will be a crossover episode with AST and with the John Chuckery show. Got a lot of special guests coming. And it's also a fundraising event for a very good cause. The Southern Crescent Soccer Foundation is building a miniature soccer pitch in McDonough, Georgia at Alexander Park. And we need your help to get it done. That's our big kickoff event. But tonight is our big kickoff to 2024 because this year is going to be nuts from a calendar perspective. We're going to get into Atlanta United and what's what's to come for the five stripes in 2024, MLS a little more specifically as well. But this year, just from a, a big picture calendar view, this is a year that has four miniature World Cup events in it, and they're paired up. It's two by two, and they're spaced out. You're about to have the Asian Cup and the African Cup of Nations starting next week, and they'll run concurrently. Then in the summer, you're going to have the European Championships. Those games are going to be in the mornings and afternoons. Then Copa America plus CONCACAF, the supersized edition. Those games are going to be in the evenings. 
it's going to be crazy. Just a crazy year of soccer. It's not a World Cup year, but it's going to feel like one a couple times during the year. A couple different months, and the first one's coming up. It's going to have a little bit of a World Cup feel. Now, I want to start by talking about the Asian Cup and the African Cup of Nations because these might not be two tournaments that, that you know, that you follow. With the way we can watch games now, we can pretty much watch games from anywhere in the world. Um, these are games you're going to want to watch. There are some big teams and huge players in them. And, and yeah, look, if you're a, a fan of the European club game, teams are going to be missing some players. Teams are going to be missing some key players in a key part of the season. Silly season is open. So some clubs are going to be looking to get some uh, maybe short-term reinforcements quickly in to try to help stem the tide because they're going to be missing players. The problem is, and I would love to see a way to change this and find a spot in the calendar to do it, but it's borderline impossible to do the African Cup of Nations in the summer months because of temperatures. And then, I mean, you'd have to look down and you'd only be able to limit it to really South Africa, to the southern part of the continent. And that's not fair to the rest of the continent. Asia is not that different. So they have to have it this time of year. And it's not ideal. And I don't know, maybe you could bump it up and have it kind of in the time frame the World Cup was in 2022. These are things that FIFA needs to sit down and sort out because there should not be a conversation about players being made to feel guilty for going to play for their national teams right now. This is what you live for in this game. And winning these tournaments is part of that process. This is a big measuring stick as you're two years out from a World Cup. Japan is a team in the Asian Cup. They're trying to build. This is a team that had a great 2022 World Cup. This is a team that went to Germany, went to Wolfsburg, and beat them 4-1 this summer. Now, that result maybe doesn't look as good as it did before because a lot of people have beaten Germany lately. Sorry, Germany, you're going to get a chance to redeem yourselves in the summer. But Japan is in a really good spot right now, and they're trying to take that next step to not just being competitive and hard to beat, but making a run in a World Cup, a deep run. And the way Wataro Indo is playing right now for Liverpool. Ooh. I remember having this conversation with some Liverpool fans when he was signed about what he could bring to the table. He's been even more than, than I had any expectation of. He has been outstanding for Liverpool this season. He's going to try to take that form to Japan. South Korea is the team that wants this tournament more than anybody because they haven't won the Asian Cup since 1960. Now, when you look at South Korea and runs they've made in World Cups, that would be a shocking bit of information for you. I thought they had won the tournament since 1960. No. They're the second favorite, according to your odds makers, and they're not going to be in the same part of the bracket. So your final, if it goes chalk, it's going to be Japan and South Korea, which will be an amazing game. Kim Min-jai, Sun Heung-ming, incredible players for South Korea. You guys know them by now. Kim Min-jai's had a great year in the Bundesliga. Jurgen Klinsmann is your manager in South Korea. I, I keep forgetting that. Can he make South Korea make a run in this tournament? Those are your big two teams to watch. There's always surprises. I'm looking forward to the Asian Cup. I'm also looking forward to the African Cup of Nations. Four teams to keep an eye on. Senegal, they're your defending champions. They're the favorites, led by Sadio Mane. Talking about players in good form for Liverpool, uh, Mo Salah. 
quite the send off for him this week as he travels to lead Egypt. They've won this tournament more than anybody else. Now, if you're a, a World Cup viewer, that might be surprising because Egypt has not been a team that's made a lot of World Cups. So that they've not been a team that has qualified for a lot of World Cups or made runs in World Cups. They've dominated the African Cup of Nations. The Ivory Coast is hosting this tournament, so obviously that puts them in the category of a potential favorite. They last won it in 2015. And Nigeria is a team to watch. Victor Osiman is one of my favorite players in the world. He's going to lead Nigeria into the tournament. They look for their fourth championship. Now, this summer, you're going to have the European Championships and Copa America pretty much concurrent. The finals are going to be on the same day. I think the Euros get started a little bit earlier. It's a bigger tournament. But these are going to be a huge deal, obviously, because you've got some of the biggest countries in the world. You're going to have games here in the United States with the Copa America. But you're going to have a lot of teams with a lot to prove. It's way too early to get into favorites and have a legitimate conversation about that for me. I mentioned Germany before. That's a team with something to prove because they have not had a good run uh, under Julian Nagelsmann. And I just... I don't see what the future is for Germany if they don't have a good tournament here. Um, you're going to go into World Cup qualifying afterwards and maybe have some problems with that. Germany's been a big disappointment as of late. England, they got really close in the last Euros. Didn't get it done. Italy did. Spain, always a team to watch in this tournament. Can Croatia make one more run? I'm not so sure. You got Portugal and Belgium kind of in those, those conversations of teams with an aging core of stars. Can they dial it up for one more tournament? We're going to find out. Scotland in the tournament as well. Scotland is always fun in these tournaments, at least the fans are. Anyway, this is a, a team that hopefully will make a little bit of a run and make some noise. We know the fans will. Don't forget, you've also got the Olympics coming up this year. Now, it's going to be a little bit later than that window with the Euros and the Copa America, but the Olympics will be of interest in the United States uh, on two sides of it for the first time in a while. Both the men and the women have qualified. The men haven't been there in a while. It's been a couple of Olympics tournaments they've missed out. That's a big tournament on the men's side. It's not a senior tournament. It's a U23 tournament. You can't take three overage players, and you got to use those in a creative way. In a summer where you're going to be playing in the Copa America with Greg Berhalter's side, are there players on the fringe who don't get that call for the Copa America who then get the opportunity to go play in the Olympics? Perhaps. That could work. Is it a little bit of a reward for guys who have had a great year, great, great career even, but aren't going to be part of the mix as you get ready for the World Cup in 2026? Perhaps. We'll see. You might not use all three overage players. Really curious to see how the U.S. men look in that. And on the women's side, this is a senior tournament. And this tournament has been one that the U.S. women have done really, really well in historically. Although, not so much last time around. They're going to look to redeem themselves. And it is going to be the first tournament for Emma Hayes in charge of the U.S. women's national team. What is it going to look like? How many new faces are we going to see? Lots of questions on that. So a busy calendar on the national team side. Do not forget here in this region the expanded CONCACAF Champions Cup because that's going to get some of this international flavor 
domestically and, and, and regionally going before we get to the national teams in the summer here. This tournament, now you got 27 teams instead of 16. You got more chances for the Liga MX versus MLS matches, which always gets everybody going home and away. You got more chances for upsets for t- from teams. Ala Walense, always a team you have to look out for. This is going to be a fun tournament. I mean, Robin Hood of Suriname is back in the tournament. Come on, it's Robin Hood. You got to get excited about Robin Hood. Um, this is going to be a tournament that, one, I can't wait for Atlanta United to get back into, and that's something that has to be a priority in 2024 for me is qualification for the international side of things. It's a lot of prestige, a lot of eyeballs, a lot of, I think, it, a lot of opportunity. And it's a lot of opportunity for young players to experience things that will help them down the line. I think you saw that in 2019 with Atlanta United in that first game down in Costa Rica at Aradiano. A really tough place to play. Uh team that, that showed up really well at home and played really well at home. And I thought it was a good start to the season for Atlanta United. Not a wake-up call, but maybe a little bit of a uh, calibration for what was to come. Champions Cup in CONCACAF is a big one. I like the new format. I like more teams. I like how it's set up. I can't wait for Atlanta United to be back in it. Till then, we're going to have to watch some other MLS teams make a run. Lionel Messi getting games in this tournament will always be interesting. You're going to get some MLS versus MLS matchups that will have a big-time playoff feel early in the year. Huge calendar for 2024. Now, next segment, let's get into a little bit of the specifics about Atlanta United in 2024 and the rest of Major League Soccer. Coming up next on Atlanta Soccer tonight, we'll dig into the silly season because it's already underway. The window is open. Coming up in five minutes on Atlanta Soccer tonight on 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Back to more of Atlanta Soccer Tonight with Jason Longshore. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Welcome back, Atlanta Soccer Tonight on 92.9, The Game and the Odyssey app. I'm Jason Longshore. Kind of teased y'all in the first segment. First off, with all of the big soccer coming in 2024 and some of it about to start next week. But look, I I know you want to hear about what's going on with Atlanta United, what's going on in MLS. Silly season is upon us. And the first thing I will just say to preface all of this is it's called silly season for a reason. You're going to see lots of rumor. You're going to see lots of innuendo. You're going to see lots of accounts that look sketchy that are saying things that are going to happen that you might really like or you might really hate. Check your sources when you see this stuff this is one of the real unique things if you're you're hearing this and you're like oh well we know who to listen to when it comes to the nba or the nfl or major league baseball when certain people say it we know it's true when anybody else says it we don't pay attention think about that in the soccer world except you have people in the united states that you know to trust and you know maybe to not trust you have people in mexico in argentina in brazil in england in turkey in germany in norway every country you can imagine they've all got their people that you can trust they've all got a woge and they've all got some people that eh, maybe they're making stuff up maybe they're just trying to get some clicks i don't know that's what's so hard about it at times Make sure you are checking your sourcing and try to determine if they are tier one people. Atlanta United has some rumors that are coming from tier one people. Now, you're not going to hear a lot of this out of Atlanta. And look, this is nothing different than the Braves, than the Falcons, uh, than the Hawks. These front offices in Atlanta and things don't get out. You don't have leaks happening out of these front offices when you hear about these things ahead of time when you hear these rumors it's coming from the other sides of deals whether it's the team that you're making a a transfer with a team in mls you might be trading with player agents might be leaking stuff internationally that's how these things go and that's kind of where we are right now we're a couple of weeks away from preseason camp opening we are less than a month away from preseason game number one over in Birmingham, facing the Birmingham Legion. You can hear that on 92.9 The Game on Saturday, January 27th. Will Atlanta United have a starting level center back to pair with Luis Abram that day? Not yet, but maybe by then, according to the Athletics, Dean Gregerson, player we've talked about here on AST before, currently with Bordeaux in the French second division, The Athletic reported today, Tom Bogert said that the deal is nearing to get this done. The fee has been agreed upon around $2 million. Uh, It's not finalized yet, expected to be finalized. Atlanta's been working on Gregerson for a little while. They've got his discovery rights. That's a simple fix if you don't. It costs you a little bit of gam. Orlando City were also interested in Gregerson, and FC Cincinnati had been interested previously in Steen Gregerson. 28 years old, if this is the first time you're hearing about him. He's played 14 times for Bordeaux this season. He's been a key starter, 75 games over the last two and a half years. Previously with Moldy in Norway, won two Norwegian Cups there. Eight caps for Norway. He played in November for the Norwegian national team. Pretty good company on that team with Erling Haaland and uh, 
And yeah, uh, it's pretty good when you have Erling Holland running around. Come on, come on. Um, Gregerson is a guy who fits the the model from what I've seen. Uh, I don't follow the French second division very well. Atlanta United's had some good success out of the French second division last summer. So I like that the scouts are dipping back into a pool that has been successful. But when you look at his numbers, he's a guy who's used to being on the ball. He's a guy who is comfortable being on the ball. He's a good passer out of the back. That is a key element of Atlanta United system. He'll be able to do that. Now, over the past few days, Atlanta United has been linked with some moves of players away. And one of those was from last week, Santiago Sosa. He is linked with a move to Racing Club in Argentina. Now, Sosa came up through River Plate. Racing is another one of the big clubs in Argentina. They didn't have the greatest year. They didn't get into the Copa Libertadores, the equivalent of the Champions League. They're in the Copa Sudamericana, which is the equivalent of the Europa League. They were eighth in the combined table in Argentina. And anytime you want to go down a rabbit hole, just try to pay attention to how Argentina's league and cup structure is because it will blow your mind and it'll change the next season. It might change midseason. That's happened before, too. You have one league campaign where you play everybody in the in the league once, and there were 28 teams this past year. So a 27-game league schedule. Play everybody once. It's drawn your home or away. Then you have a Copa de la Liga, which is a miniature league. The league's basically split into two, and you play everybody once, and then you have one crossover round where you play your rival and you play them opposite from where you play them in the league. For example, Boca River play in that round. If Boca hosts in the Copa de la Liga, River will host in the league match. Yes, it's crazy. Sosa would be a key reinforcement for Rossing. He knows that league well, obviously. I think he's well known there. And one of the things that they highlighted in the talk about him was his ability on the ball. And that's something that Gustavo Costas, the, the manager at Rossing, is looking for. And he's talked about Sosa in media availability. So, that's usually a pretty good sign that at least they're interested. Uh, Costa said he's in the pipeline is the way it was translated. So Sosa could be gone. Franco Ibarra could be gone. That deal came up today, rumor anyway. He's linked with a move to Rosario Central in Argentina. This is according to Fernando Carafiejo of Radio La Red, which is a reputable source. I don't know Fernando's work as closely but he's coming from a good a good outlet. So keep up with this one. Makes sense in, in the idea that Rosario Central finished third in the overall table. They had a great year. That's the combined league and Copa season. They won the Copa de la Liga in the first half of 2023, which puts them into the Copa de Bertadores, which is a big deal and, and which will require some reinforcements because when you get into the group stages of that, which Central is in, you're playing pretty much weekend domestically midweek, weekend midweek. And you're going to do that for about six weeks in a row. They, they might stagger it a little bit this year, but the, the South American international club competitions are brutal and you have a lot of travel and they're very, very difficult on squads that aren't that deep. Rosario Central, not one of the grandes in, in Argentina. Looking for reinforcements, Ibarra would absolutely fit that bill. Stay tuned. So none of that's really surprising because we've talked about Gregerson before. I think a lot of people have expected Sosa and Ibarra to be potentially on the way out. 
Atlanta United will need some depth in the central midfield, especially if those two guys are gone. And you've got to figure out how to make everything cap friendly and make it work. It sounds like Gregerson would be potentially a TAM level deal. Um, I don't know what the cap space looks like for Atlanta United. Nobody really knows this in MLS. It's really difficult to, to have these conversations at times. If you have the outgoings that have been linked now and you have Gregerson coming in, you're not quite, you know, even on those numbers, but I don't think you're dramatically far off. I also think you've probably got some room to work with as well with players who aren't coming back due to option contracts, not being picked up options, not being picked up, things like that. So how Atlanta United dances around the cap. That's always a challenge. We know that because Atlanta United is going to max out their spending as much as they can. It's something Arthur Blank said he would do day one when the club was announced back in 2014. They've lived up to it. That doesn't give you a lot of wiggle room sometimes. And if players don't work out or you have injuries, then it gets a little complicated. And we've seen that for Atlanta United. But I like the depth of this team. If they get Gregerson and you've got him with Luisa Brom. Derek Williams has been linked. Well, he's been picked up in the reentry draft. We have not heard of a deal has been done with him. Atlanta United has to do a new contract with him. There have been other rumors on center backs, uh, not from as high level of sources. So we'll just have to kind of wait and see. You'll need one more center back, I think. We've talked about this. Fullback, you're in really good shape at fullback depth. You're really good shape at goalkeeper depth. You will need some more defensive midfield depth if you lose Ibarra and Sosa. You have Jay Fortune, I think, coming into his own. Is he ready to start? I don't know. Is he ready to be a rotation piece with Tristan Muyamba and one more person, potentially? Or Fortune starts and he has somebody who can relieve him from time to time. Wingers, you're in great shape. Etienne, we'll have to see what happens with him. But Saba with Mosquera, with Shande Silva, with Tyler Wolf, Luke Brennan joining the team on the first team side of things. We don't know what's going to happen with Tiago Almada. I don't have a, a crystal ball to tell you. I, I have no idea. His name has not really come up in the rumor mill as of yet in terms of Europe. It's very early in the European window being open. It's this month. So we'll see. He is away with the Argentine U23 national team. They're about to go into an Olympic qualifying tournament. So he's going to miss time with Atlanta United in preseason completely separate from a possible transfer deal. And will that help a potential transfer deal with teams seeing him in the blue and white stripes? Maybe. Will it maybe not give them the ability to bring him in or sit down and talk to him and figure out if that's the move they want to go with? Perhaps. So again, all I can tell you is stay tuned when it comes to Tiago Almada. All right, let's bounce around the league a little bit here on Atlanta soccer tonight. Finish out this segment with a little bit of an MLS smorgasbord. Number one, DC United, Troy Lassane. He finished the year with the New York Red Bulls. He is going to be the next coach for DC United. This is according to Stephen Goff. They have agreed to terms. He's 40 years old. He's going to replace Wayne Rooney, who we'll talk about Wayne Rooney in a minute. Well, actually, we'll save Wayne Rooney for the next segment because, oh, buddy. Uh, nobody wants to talk about it yet, but Stephen Goff in the Washington Post has already put this out there. Three-year guaranteed contract. Um, Lesane went to the Red Bulls as an assistant. He took over for Gerhard Struber, went 14, 10, and 8 in all competitions. That's pretty good. Did not get his contract picked up. 
So he's available. He had a really good run with New Mexico United in the USL Championship, was a, a USL Championship Coach of the Year there. He's also been an assistant with the Charleston Battery, with the Charlotte Independents. Okay, makes sense. Now, the other names that were in consideration in D.C., Robin Frazier, Dolme Torrant. Remember Dolme from NYC. Caleb Porter was in consideration. He's now in New England. B.J. Calligan was in consideration at one point. The U.S. Men's National Team assistant, maybe before that all got where he was going to stay with the national team. Uh, Hugo Perez from the former U.S. Men's National Team player and also former El Salvador National Team coach. He also got pretty deep in the process. He was one of the finalists, along with Toronto, along with Frazier. Sounds like Toronto wanted too much money. Don't know about Perez. Don't know about Frazier. So Lassane's going to be the guy. I like Troy Lassane. I, I little surprised that DC is going to hire another uh, hire a former Red Bulls guy, not another, because they wanted to hire Chris Armas and everybody went nuts in DC in the fan base and they decided not to. Um, DC also announced yesterday that Gabriel Pirani, their number 10, who was on loan from Santos, was really good. He was really highly thought of in DC. He is back now on a permanent deal around 1.3 million in a transfer, 21 years old, two year contract, two option years past that. I like him. He's a talented player. That's a good pickup. Uh, CF Montreal, Club de Foot Montreal, they still don't have a manager. Okay. Minnesota. Still doesn't have a manager. They have an interim that they've named for the year, but they don't have a permanent manager. And their sporting director is not there yet, I don't think. It's been very confusing. Okay. Uh, Colorado, they waived Danny Wilson and Sam Nicholson today, which is a little strange to waive them now. They were both under contract. Uh, Chris Armas has taken over in Colorado. Looks like they're going to go young. Wilson was 32 years old. Nicholson was 28. I could see Nicholson having some interest in MLS for sure. Maybe Wilson as a veteran center back, perhaps, maybe. Um, he might not necessarily be a bad fit for Atlanta United when you talk about what you need out of that third center back. We'll see. Uh, Inter-Miami, they have reportedly received $300,000, this is according to Teise in Argentina, from River Plate for the permanent transfer of Leandro gonzalez Pires. You might have forgotten that LGP was still in the books in Miami. He's been on loan to River for two years, played 57 games there. River paying a loan fee during that time. That's probably the transfer fee is not all that high. And two more quickly, MLS, the likely destination for Georgi Mihailovic. He was not in the Netherlands for very long at AZ. Didn't work out. Strongest teams interested, according to Tom Bogart of The Athletic. Portland Timbers, Colorado Rapids, Chicago Fire. He'd be a really good signing for Chicago. I think he'd be a good fit for any of those teams, but for Chicago, that would be a big-time deal. And oh, They've got some history with Georgie Mihailovic. Um, also being reported, Lucinius might be headed to Brazil instead of staying with the New York Red Bulls. They are negotiating a transfer, according to Gustavo Guimaraes. All right, look, coming up next, the 343. Y'all know how this goes by now. Three local stories, four headlines, three things that make me smile about this game that I love so much. 343 in five on 929 the game and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Time to wrap up tonight's show with the 343. 343. Three local stories, four headlines from around the world, and three things that made you smile about the game. Atlanta Soccer Tonight is on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Welcome back. Final segment Atlanta Soccer Tonight, first show of 2024. Kind of set the table tonight with what the year is going to look like from the big picture side of things what the year could be looking like for Atlanta United with new additions and and with saying goodbye to a few folks also bouncing around the league. But y'all know how we finish these things. This is consistent. The three, four, three, three local stories, four headlines, three things that make me smile about this game that I love so much. Let's jump into it straight away on the local side. Number one, a team that you need to get to know, Apotheos FC of the NPSL. They won the region. Last year, that qualified them for the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. They'll be in that for the first time this year. They'll be entering in the first round. They'll be playing their league games this summer at Silverbacks Park. I'm sure many of you have been to Silverbacks Park. Many of you probably play games at Silverbacks Park. Excited to see how they do at Silverbacks, what kind of crowds they get. They're going to have a new coach as well, Jonathan Mercado. I know him as Johnny Mercado. He was the star at Presbyterian College back in the day. He played for the Atlanta Silverbacks Reserves. That's where I got to know Johnny. In addition to his role with Apotheos, he's also an assistant at Clayton State University. He was part of their Peach Belt Conference conference championship in the fall. Good get right there to get Jonathan Mercado, one of the very respected young up-and-coming coaches in the metro Atlanta area. Wishing all of them a bunch of success starting in the Open Cup. And we'll find out, hopefully, sooner rather than later, when they'll be playing and if they're going to get to play at home and who they'll be facing. Number two on the local side, if you're interested in becoming an up-and-coming coach like Jonathan Mercado, you got to get your coach's licenses going. And Georgia Soccer's got registration open for many courses coming up, but their next National D course, limited availability, January 20th. It's going to be in Gainesville. Go to learning.ussoccer.com to start the registration process for that course or others, depending on your eligibility, depending on if you've taken courses before. It's a much better system than it used to be, and there's a lot of entry points, and you can do a lot of things online now. Take a look at the courses. Sign up, 
start your coaching education. Even if you're not going to go out and coach, you're going to learn things that will help you, I think, in terms of your understanding of the game. So learning.ussoccer.com to start that process and then go to the Georgia page and then you jump into it. Number three, preseason. Starting for Atlanta United soon, January 27th over in Birmingham. Camp will start a little bit before that. But there's going to be other games in the region as well. You've got an opportunity February 16th through the 18th to head over to Huntsville, Alabama to see a tournament or a set of friendlies, maybe the better way to put it. The home team, Huntsville City of MLS and X-Pro, they're going to be hosting their new league mates, Chattanooga FC, along with USL League One, South Georgia Tormenta from Statesboro, and the USL Championships, FC Tulsa. Excited to see the schedule. Hope I can make it over there for some games. Might have some possible broadcast things in the works for you as well, so stay tuned. But that's a great stadium to see a game in. And if you're free that weekend, it's the weekend before MLS gets started. Might be a good little trip to head over to Huntsville to see some games. Four headlines from around the world. Number one, let's put a bow on the festive fixtures in the Premier League. They're on a break now because the FA Cup is this weekend. Not a lot of action today. It was the only Premier League game left. West Ham and Brighton, scoreless draw, the only one during the festive fixtures period. Brighton has had a scoreless draw in a long time. Look, sometimes statistics can be a little misleading. There was nothing in my mind deceptive about Liverpool and their spanking of Newcastle at Anfield. It was 4-2, but it did not feel like 4-2. Liverpool's expected goals in that game, and look, XG you can take with a grain of salt, but when it's 7.27 for a 90-minute game, that's a lot. (laughs) It's kind of hard to get there unless you're dominating the game. 34 shots, 15 on target. Oh, Eddie Howe, Newcastle. What has happened to y'all? Super defensive in this game. It didn't really seem to help them. Something that's got to get worked out. Newcastle and Eddie Howe, maybe some questions about if he's the guy to take them to the next level. Liverpool leads the table by virtue of that win. Three-point cushion on 45 points. Aston Villa's second. 42 points. They've got a two-point cushion over third and fourth place. That's Manchester City and Arsenal, both on 40. Tottenham's on 39. And then there's a little bit of a drop. It's five points back to sixth place West Ham. Now, get this. Manchester United, nine points out of a Champions League spot in eighth. Newcastle, who's in the Champions League this year, two points further back in ninth. Chelsea, who has spent more money than many countries on this planet, They're another point back in 10th. Three powerhouses, 8th, 9th, and 10th. Keep an eye on Nottingham Forest as well. They're not in the top 10. They might have a points deduction because they might have breached the Premier League's financial fair play rules. Some of you are asking about all the rules with Manchester City, and yes, that's a valid question as well. Uh, Premier League clubs are going to learn later this month if they're in breach of the league's profitability and sustainability regulations, PSRs. The new guidelines were introduced by the league. That means all the teams had to submit their financial accounts by December 31st instead of March. By the end of January, any breaches and subsequent charges and penalties are supposed to be announced. We'll see. Number two, we talked about silly season in MLS. Let's talk about some silly season updates from the rest of the world. I mentioned Manchester United in eighth place. 
they are in negotiations or discussions, maybe is the, the better way to put it, uh, with Bruce Dortmund over a possible loan for Jaden Sancho. Remember, Sancho started at Bruce Dortmund and 85 million pound deal to go to Manchester United in July of 2021. And that number felt crazy then. And it's been exceedingly crazy because of what he's done at Manchester United, which isn't very much. Uh, he hasn't even been training with the first team since September because he has refused to apologize to manager Eric Ten Hag following a dispute around his involvement in the defeat at Arsenal. September. It's January. They paid 85 million pounds. That's a lot of millions of dollars. And because he doesn't want to apologize, he hasn't been training with the first team since September. 85 million pounds. That's why you're an eighth, right? B on the Silly Season updates. Brighton winger Jeremy Sarmiento going to join Ipswich on loan. I like Sarmiento. I think he's a talented player, the Ecuadorian. He was on loan at West Brom, made 21 appearances, but only started seven games. So he's moved over to Ipswich for the second half of the season, hopefully to get more games, because I think he's a player that could help Brighton down the road. Uh, Sergio Regulon is going back to Tottenham. Manchester United triggered a break clause to cut short his loan move. He came in when Luke Shaw was hurt and Malasio was hurt. Regulon went on to play 12 times in all competitions for Manchester United, but Shaw's back. Malasio's back. You got fewer games in the second half because <laughs> you're not in the Champions League. You're not in the Carabao Cup. You're not in the Europa League. You know. A little bit easier to cover those games. So Regulon goes back to Spurs. Anthony Martial, Casemiro, Rafael Varane all could be on the move in January. Um, Manchester United really would like to sell some players to buy some players. Can they get better players than these players? That's hard to answer because they're pretty good players. But then why isn't Manchester United any higher in the table? This is what's so confusing. Now everybody looks to Saudi Arabia in these deals too, and, and it's like, oh, they'll take our, these players off of our hands and give us a lot of money. Well, uh, according to updates from Manchester United going over and talking to folks, um, a lot of squads are pretty much full, and, and they're not looking to add players in January. So good luck. Uh, Carlo Ancelotti. He has said that Real Madrid is not going to sign a new center back. Now that had been talked about before because David Alaba ruptured ACL. Um that they probably need a center back. Ancelotti says, no, he says they're, they're missing two center backs right now, including Alaba, but they've got confidence in Chuameni to drop back into that spot. And for Danny Carvajal to come inside and take that spot. And they feel like they can get it done. I think that's a risk. And I don't know why Real Madrid doesn't want to spend a little bit of money on going to find a center back. Maybe like Rafael Veron. I'm serious. I would not be surprised if that deal comes together. Number three. Now, good news on the Real Madrid side. Vinicius Jr. He has been named to the squad for the first time since recovering from a thigh injury. Uh, he's been out of action since November. Um, 13 appearances in all competitions this year for Real Madrid. But Real Madrid plays Mallorca tomorrow. And Vinicius Jr. went on social media and said, I'm back. See you tomorrow. Ancelotti said, he's, look, he's not sure. He said, I haven't decided yet with Vinicius. The truth is that Vinicius has shown that he is very well. So will he start? Will he come off the bench? He's going to be there and sounds like he's going to play. 
Now, I told you I would talk about Wayne Rooney here in the segment, and he is our number four headline because um, Wayne believes that the 13 weeks that he was given as Birmingham City head coach were not sufficient to oversee the changes that were needed. Um, Wayne's got to do the math here for me because I don't understand it. When Rooney took over from John Eustace, they were in sixth place in the championship. That's the English second division. Now, after those 13 weeks of Wayne Rooney in charge, they're in 20th place. They were looking at promotion. Now they're two points ahead of being relegated. They needed to make a whole bunch of changes. What? And the time wasn't sufficient. Uh, it wasn't a lot of time because he only won two games out of 15. Um, and I, I did not think Wayne Rooney did a bad job with DC United last year. I really didn't. I don't think they had the horses to contend to get into the playoffs. They didn't. I thought he did some things that, that were okay. I mean, I thought they were fine. I did not expect him to fail like this with Birmingham City. He says it's going to take him some time to get over it. He's been involved in professional football. He's either as a player, manager, assistant coach since he was 16 years old. And now he's going to take some time away. He's going to take some time with his family and figure out what he wants to do next. This is going to be a tough one for him to get over. I think he's got the makeup to do it, but I don't know what went wrong for him at Birmingham City. It was shocking that they only won twice and shocking to go from 6th to 20th. Shocking they even changed the manager, but that's a whole other story. Uh, England. Uh, three things that make me smile about the game. Sometimes not talking about that. Uh, number one, this is going to be the biggest year ever for soccer in Atlanta. You got the men's and the women's U.S. national teams that are going to play games in the bins. I don't think you've ever had a year where the U.S. men and women have played in the same year in Atlanta. I don't think the women were here in 2015, which was the last time that the men were here. And before that, you're going to 77. You didn't have a women's national team at that point. The growth at the grassroots level, we talked about Apotheos earlier, the UPSL, Premier Division getting underway in March. Going to be a very large league. The second division of UPSL Georgia is big as well. You got more teams joining the league. Youth numbers are crazy. And Atlanta United season with pretty big expectations. I can't wait to get the whole year started. Number two, I talked about Carlo Ancelotti earlier. This isn't going to make people in Rio or Sao Paulo smile. It kind of made me laugh when Ancelotti told the world that his talks to take over the Brazilian national team were just a backup plan for him in case Real Madrid didn't want him to continue. He talked about how much he loves Madrid. He wants to stay involved with the club um, when he's done coaching. You know, look, it takes a lot of swagger to say that, yeah, I, I talked to, to Brazil. I talked to the Federation, but they were always just a backup. They were a plan B for me because I want to be here. This is the Brazilian national team. <laughs> and Ancelotti was just like, yeah, they were a nice backup plan. Whew. And what does Brazil do now? Because they've got an interim manager for a year who's still managing a club team and, and it's a mess and they're a mess and uh, it, it'll be a soap opera. Number three on things that make me smile. Look, don't forget, you can still take part in our first goal fundraising event. It's at Topgolf Midtown on Thursday, January 25th, our first AST first goal. Crossover episode of the show with the John Chuckery Show. We got special guests coming. We got prizes. It's a Topgolf tournament as well. We're raising money for a great cause, the Southern Crescent Soccer Foundation. 
Go to sccsoccerfoundation.com for more information on how to sign up, how to put a team into it, how to sponsor the event, and all of the money that we raise that night are going to help build a miniature soccer pitch in McDonough, hopefully in the next year. It's going to be really exciting. Thanks for hanging out with me tonight. Always exciting to talk soccer with you guys. AST will be back next Tuesday at 10 p.m. Adios, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 